The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Navigating the Cancer Maze. With Grace Goller, dealing with cancer is by no means easy to handle, but our program aims to make it easier through knowledge. Whether you've been recently diagnosed, are going through treatment right now, or are a survivor, our program will have points that you should hear. And by sharing our stories together, we'll make it truly a life-changing experience that you don't have to go through alone. Now, here is your host, Grace Goller. Welcome to another week of Navigating the Cancer Maze. Today my special guest is Professor Thomas Fogel, radiologist in diagnostic radiology and interventional oncology. He's head of the Department of Diagnostic and Interventional Radiology, Frankfurt University Hospital in Germany. Welcome to Navigating the Cancer Maze. Thank you, thank you. Um, I see that your father was a professor doctor. Did he influence your career um, and why did you choose that sort of innovative area of uh, treatment that you do? Um, first of all, my father was an, a chemist, so he studied chemistry. He was more a scientist, and he was very upset when he heard that I tried to become a medical doctor because he thinks that, or well, thought, unfortunately, he's not living anymore, that medicine is no science, it's empiric. And maybe motivated by this a minor trust of my father in medicine that I wanted to show that medicine can do more than just cure science but also trying to help people and this was my motivation to become a, uh, a medical doctor and, um, um, and when finishing university I first um, started a career in surgery and uh, but this was a little boring and uh, then um, my former Chairman Professor Lister and Professor Felix in Berlin, they motivated me for radiology, diagnostic radiology, tumor detection, and uh, and uh, after some years, I, however, detected that just to detect tumors, describe tumors is not <coughs> the pure challenge of my life, and um, then we decided to to work in the field of minimal invasive therapies. Mm-hmm. So from my research, I've read that your institute offers 10 interventional mm-hmm. methods mm-hmm. for treating cancer. Mm-hmm. Could you tell us about those methods, please? Yeah, we are, if we try to, to summarize the methods we are using, we have on one hand the so-called uh, thermal techniques, which means we are treating tumors by any types of heat or, or cooling. Mm-hmm. Heat means that we bring in the energy in tumors via laser fibers, via radio frequency, via microwave ablation, or via electroporization. Um, in addition, many patients have larger tumors, have tumors which are in several spots, and there we have a second main 
basis of our work, which is a vascular approach. We as a radiologist are trained to look out for any, every vessel leading to a, to a problem, which could be bleeding or tumor or injury. And um, so we have me- several methods treating cancer by the vascular network. We know that cancer growth will always mean that we have angiogenesis, which means the tumor is attracting vessels in order to get supply. And uh, we develop techniques where we go in, into the vascular network of the tumor and, and try to destroy the potential of the tumor to, to spread out or to grow via the vascular network. Mm. How many people are actually doing this type of work worldwide? Ten years ago, with thermal ablation, um, there were only minor people doing that, minor number of people doing that. Now, I think in many large universities, people are taking care of this field. This special medical field has now the term of interventional oncology, which means that interventional radiologists or oncologists are trying to approach tumors with these local techniques. Mm-hmm. So TACE is one of these. Would you be able to explain in detail to our listeners what is involved in a TACE procedure? First of all, TACE by definition means transarterial, T, A for arterial, C for chemo, and D is for, or E is for embolization, which means transarterial chemoembolization, a quite old technique which was developed for the treatment of primary liver cancer, a cancer which is very frequent in Italy, in Arabic countries, in, in China, in Asian countries. Um, and here the, the results have been showing that by treating cancer with local chemotherapy and combining with embolization, is effective in liver-based cancers. We developed these techniques further by performing now combinations of chemoembolization and chemoperfusion. Perfusion means that we try to find uh, for each cancer of the patient specific drug combinations of chemotherapy which we are injecting into the tumor. And by the following embolization, we block the incoming blood in order that this incoming blood is not distributing the, the, the drugs to other places mm-hmm. in the tumor or in the body. Mm. And transpulmonary chemoembolization? Um, yeah. Uh, important step was from development of the liver, and in the liver I would say we are now able to control <coughs> sorry, at least for seven, sometimes 10, 12, or even 25 months uh, the, the cancer in the liver. But what we have seen that the second problem is the lung. So if you are able to control a cancer in the liver, metastatic cancer in the liver, then frequently later the lung cancer is starting, lung metastasis and so on. And this is why we transfer the technique of transarterial chemoembolization to the lung, and this we call then the TPCE, which means transpulmonary chemoembolization. We go via the pulmonary vessels into the cancer. Mm-hmm. And that brings me to my next question about mesothelioma. You seem to be one of the very few people in the world that have been having some success with treating this. What was the impetus um, that led you to this? Um, Pleural mesothelioma, we have various forms, mesothelioma, some very malignant ones, small cell pleural mesotheliomas. Of course, this is an extremely aggressive tumor. It's extremely dangerous because we have a big field. The pleura is a big field, a big area like a football field, and in this field, uh, the cancer can spread out very easily and very frequently noticed very lately. Secondly, 
Because the mesothelioma comes along with asbestosis, chronic disease of the lung. And um, what we have seen, and this is due to a very famous patient, in my eyes a very famous patient, uh, who um, contacted me about eight years ago because of a non-response to any form of a therapy, and she heard about this type of embolization we are doing here, and then we, she was the first patient we performed this transarterial chemoembolization of the pleomastelioma since that time we treated about more than 100 patients, and have seen that also the tumor is very malignant. It cannot be cured, but we have been seeing in, in uh, quite a number of patients that we are able to control the disease, at least prolonging life with a good life quality. Mm-hmm. And perhaps there may be some things coming up in the future that will add to Absolutely. that. Yeah. Because we think that, especially in this type of cancer, with a vascular network, it makes sense to bring high-concentrated drugs into the cancer, and with our techniques we can increase the dose in comparison to a, a systemic chemotherapy of about um, yeah. 100 to 200%. Mm-hmm. So you started, what, eight years ago, you said. You've done clinical trials since. Mm-hmm. Are there outcomes as yet from those clinical trials, or is that still in progress? No, we have um, also published the data on the mesothelioma on more than 50 patients, and so we can show at least how long these patients are still surviving after all the standard uh, therapies um, have been at their end. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to add additional um, life to the patients, but with a good life quality. When you uh, began the trials, did you have any specific goals in mind yourself uh, for outcomes? I know there's always biases in, in research, but you were seeing these patients obviously in a lot of distress. So, yeah, yeah. What, what was your Of course, goal? as a radiologist, we are looking forward to see that if you treat a tumor, the tumor becomes smaller or less active. Interestingly, we have seen also in mesotheliomas or in liver cancer, secondary liver cancer, that also we are able to prolong the life. And of course, now we are intending studies, and some of the studies are running already, where we try to prove that principle. Mm-hmm. So how many mesothelioma patients would you treat in a year on average? Yeah. Uh, normally, we have uh, each treatment consists out of four courses with an interval of four weeks. And uh, we see about uh, new cancers, about... Um, 15 to 20 what we are treating per year we get material for more than two or 300 patients but most of them uh, the cancer is far too progressed mm-hmm. if someone is listening today and they have mesothelioma uh, what is the protocol um, you've just said the advanced patients don't do so well what can someone do if they want to get in touch yeah. with you what we are recommending is to write an email summarizing the uh, clinical data summarizing the imaging findings, summarizing the previous therapies, and then we are looking at that, and then we are providing the patient, or if you are a doctor, or a relative, or what else, uh, with a, a possible treatment concept. Mm-hmm. In some patients, however, we have to say, it's too late, we have no chance to do something. Mm-hmm. And I presume you get international patients coming for that treatment. Yeah. Okay. Um, getting back to taste. Um, if you could just talk about the chemotherapy that's delivered and the dose that can be delivered and how that differs from systemic chemotherapy, which many, many people are terrified of these days from bad experiences of relatives and so forth from the past. I think it's a very important question. The question is, first of all, um, are the side effects comparable? Um, I think we can 
for example, in, in many cancers, we can apply the same dose which is given to the whole body. We can apply it locally into the cancer or the surrounding structures. And if we are using the same dose, very concentrated, very localized, is, the amount of side effects is significantly less. Mm-hmm. Most of the patients can leave the hospital the same day. Most of them are within one, two days, they are recovering. We have some nauseas sometimes, but we have not seen many really uh, heavy complications. Mm. That's very good news for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. The side effects are, are mm. a really big part of the problem. Um, if we could just talk a little bit now too about uh, liver cancer again, both primary and secondary. Uh, can you describe from your experience the success of patients that have been through your treatment um, and the advantages for anyone who has liver cancer to explore these as a first-line treatment? Mm-hmm. Okay, it depends. I, w- I would say I would divide my answer into parts. First part is whether we're dealing with a true liver cancer, which is called a hepatocellular carcinoma or cholangiocarcinoma, carcinoma. And we have to differentiate these patients from patients with secondary liver cancer, which means liver metastasis from breast, colorectal cancer, or what else. If you look at the primary liver cancer, like hepatocellular carcinoma or colangio carcinoma, the main problem also is of the underlying liver disease. If a patient has an advanced stage of liver cirrhosis, we have problems in treating those patients. In hepatocellular carcinoma, there is nearly no systemic chemotherapy. There is a sort of a nip, maybe, and the same is in colangio carcinoma. And that brings us the advantage of a localized intra-arterial chemotherapy in these patients, <coughs> the TACE or TRCP, we are trying to control the tumors. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're just going to take a break now on Navigating the Cancer Maze and we'll be back shortly today talking with Professor Thomas Hoggle in Frankfurt. Okay. Back soon. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Nestled in the heart of Germany's Black Forest is a very special clinic where breakthrough cancer medicine is offered to cancer patients around the world. Holvung Private Oncology Clinic is one of the leading establishments in biological cancer therapy. The clinic offers personalized cancer medicine, including genetic testing for detecting and applying targeted treatments. The clinic's ethic is to deliver treatments that are as conventional as necessary and natural as possible. For your personalized cancer treatment, please contact the clinic via their website at www.hullvang-clinic.com. That's H-A-L-L-W-A-N-G-clinic.com. Or call us in Germany at 490-7443-964240. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are tuned into Navigating the Cancer Maze with your host, Grace Guller. We'd love to hear from you today on our program. 
Please call us toll-free from North America at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. International callers may dial in to 480-553-5759. You may also send an email to institute at gracegoller.com. Now, back to Navigating the Cancer Maze. Welcome back to Navigating the Cancer Maze. I am your host, Grace Gawler, for today's show. And if you've just joined us, I'm interviewing Professor Thomas Vogel, who is uh, from the Frankfurt University Hospital. And we're talking about the sorts of treatments that he does in uh, Germany for cancer patients. Uh, Before the break, we were talking about cancer patients that had rather a large uh, tumour load. Um, I'd just like to like you to explore that a little further if you could because many of the patients that come to us are deemed inoperable therefore they give up hope um, and do you think that these patients should be investigating treatments like yours when they're inoperable and what's yes. your experience of uh, that? I think that makes sense uh, to, um, to use their techniques in order to make them either operable or to perform the treatment instead of operation. Both is possible. And you've seen this, uh, obviously, in your experience where a tumour has, or several tumours, have become small enough then to become operable. Operable, or what we also do sometimes is that we use a dermal ablation, which means our techniques in order that we're using the heat in order to destroy the tumours. Mm-hmm. Okay, perhaps we can talk about that in a moment. Um, this, uh, this morning I was in the treatment room with a lady with breast cancer, um, and she was hoping to reduce the size of her tumour so she could avoid uh, having a pretty radical type of mastectomy. Can you talk about the advantages of taste in treating breast cancer specifically? Uh, um, if you're looking on breast cancer, you have to again divide whether the treatment of the primary breast cancer, the recurrent breast cancer in the breast, or metastasis. In the primary treatment of primary breast cancer, uh, currently, there are standardized chemotherapy, hormone, and immune therapy protocols. Um, most of the patients we are treating are those who are not responding to these systemic treatments, or the side effects are so high that they cannot tolerate the treatment. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have good data in the recurrent breast cancer after chemotherapy radiation with localized perfusion techniques. Uh, our main work, however, is devoted to the metastasis of breast cancer, number one, liver number two, bones, mm-hmm. number three, lung. Mm-hmm. And obviously you have some success in that area too, otherwise you wouldn't keep going with it. Absolutely, yeah. 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 Um, moving from breast cancer to the next popular cancer, for want of a better word, prostate cancer. Um, now, any of the methods that you have, are they more specifically targeted to prostate cancer? Um, whether it's in the capsule or has left the capsule or indeed has metastasized and uh, could you help us with your experience with that? Mm-hmm. Okay. In prostate cancer, of course, um, we still have, in, still if there's no clear solution, what is the best um, curative treatment, which is radiation or surgery, radical surgery or robot-assisted surgery. In those patients who have a more advanced disease, uh, currently hormone and ch- or chemotherapies are performed. But we have seen that in recurrent prostate cancer or in non-responders of systemic treatments, um, regional chemotherapy can be of help. 
it will not cure, but it can lower the tumor load, it can lower the PSRA values. And in some patients, we have also seen that patients became candidates for surgery. Mm-hmm. Yep, as you know, the other tumors. Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell me about LIT, L-I-T-T, mm-hmm. and its application um, and why you would choose to use LIT instead of TACE for a patient? Yeah. Now, as I explained previously, TACE, CERT, radioembolization or chemosaturation, what we are now offering also, these are all vascular uh, treatments, while the thermal ablation, like laser, microwave, or radiofrequency, are direct local heat techniques. They destroy locally up to a diameter of 5 centimeters, but more is not possible. So in larger tumors, we more go for taste. Mm-hmm. To make it smaller, if you have a tumor lower than or equal to 4 centimeters, then ablation techniques like laser, microwave, or radiofrequency are an option. Depending on the location of a tumor near to vessels, uh, bile ducts, then we are deciding that we use microwave or we use laser or radiofrequency. But this is in the hand of the interventional oncologist performing the procedure. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. Uh, medicine seems to be moving at a very fast pace. What's in the pipeline for uh, Professor Vogel? Do you have any uh, new things that are moving forward? I think molecular therapy is very interesting. Vaccinations are very interesting, or localized immune therapies. We are currently working mainly on the field of local chemotherapy with filtration, which means we call this chemosaturation. We bring in the catheter, and we are the non-cleared blood. We are refiltering and performing it. Mm-hmm. So, in your lifetime, what do you consider the greatest advance you've seen in your field? I think that we can offer hope to patients who have been, in previous times, just given up. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a very good thing. <laughs> um, yes, hope is often lost for patients, certainly once they're deemed yeah, to have advanced cancer. Our patients mostly are quite young, in the middle of their life. Uh, the cancer just hits them and uh, put them out of their normal life. And I think my opinion is that treatment of cancer means first of all, okay, to give them hope, to, to control the disease and to bring them back to their life, even knowing that their life might be shorter than of others. Mm-hmm. And as you said before, there may be other treatments that become available Absolutely. when their life is extended. Absolutely. The, the, the timeline of development of new things is fantastic. Great. Well, I'd like to thank you very much okay. for your time today. I'm sure that's been very helpful for listeners too, navigating the cancer maze. Okay. We have a short break now. Thank you. Hi, you've just heard my interview with Professor Dr. Thomas Fogel from the Institute for Diagnostic and Interventional Radiology in Frankfurt in Germany. That interview was recorded yesterday in Professor Fogel's consulting room at the Goethe University Hospital in Frankfurt. Now, as you know, I've had almost 40 years in experiencing um, in experience in helping more than 15,000 cancer patients to navigate the cancer maze. So by now, if you're a regular listener to the show, you'll know that I've got tremendous respect and support for science and conventional medicine, while concurrently holding respect for patient-centred medicine and value-add proven complementary medicine. So we live in times of exciting breakthroughs as genetic and molecular medicine, which Professor Vogel um, spoke about, and that goes alongside collaborative and personalised cancer medicine and integrative oncology. It's a new paradigm and you won't find it offered in many places. 
And as yet, the public health systems are struggling both financially and systems-wise to change direction and present the new model of medicine to the public. However, the good news is, tucked away in the hills of Germany's Black Forest, there is a clinic that is now offering the model for what is possible in the new paradigm of cancer medicine. So the show today is coming to you from that clinic in Germany's Black Forest. And I may say where the snow is still on the ground um, this Easter Good Friday. So I'm talking about the Halvan Private Oncology Clinic. And to add a patient perspective, two patients currently at the clinic are joining me in a moment on Navigating the Cancer Maze for the next uh, segment of the show. Professor Vogel's work certainly has a value-add effect to Halvan Clinic's approach. And I'd like to introduce you now to a patient who just yesterday underwent her first TACE. And if you remember what that is, it's transarterial chemoembolisation. Um, and she had that with Professor Vogel. I was present during the procedure. She's here on the line now. Welcome to Rona. Hello, Grace. Hi, Rona. Uh, first of all, could you share with our listeners why you came to Germany in the first place for treatment and what types of treatment were you doing before you came? Well, I was diagnosed with breast cancer in 2011. It was um, stage 1, grade 3, small tumour, very aggressive. I'd always led um, a very holistic lifestyle, so going down the conventional route of surgery, radiotherapy and chemotherapy, I just couldn't get on with it. And since then, um, since 2011, I've been using a whole range of alternative medicines to try and heal myself, um, some with limited success. Uh, but what happened recently was I had a scan which showed um, the tumor had grown significantly and two of the lymph nodes, which were previously fairly small, had started to, to grow larger. And then I, I realized, and it was a very rude wake-up call, that maybe what I was doing wasn't working and that was hard because it meant my whole philosophy about um, complementary therapies, being able to heal cancer, the stuff on the internet I'd been relying on um, might, might just not be right for me. Um, why did I come to Germany? Um, well, um, I'd been using a lot of alternative medicines and what I really wanted was um, someone which would offer me um, a blend of conventional and um, complementary. Um, and that's what I came here for because um, I wanted a better surgical outcome. Um, the surgeon back in um, England where I live had said that uh, because of the size of the tumor relative to the breast, um, the surgery would have to be quite invasive and I just wanted to save as much of my breast as possible. Mm. Sounds like a good plan, and I know you've been getting a lot of benefit. Uh, most people listening to the show have cancer or know someone who has cancer. Yesterday, you underwent taste with Professor Vogel in Frankfurt. What can you tell us about that experience? We're going to start that question, if that's okay, with you, Rona, and then come back after the break and continue on with that. So we have about two minutes before the break. Sure. Um, if yeah. you could uh, give us some idea, what, what was yesterday like for you? Well, firstly, I'm a very nervous patient because I previously had um, dental procedures which didn't go very well. Um, so, um, but I was very well prepared for this by, by you, Grace. Um, what happened during the procedure, um, there was the usual um, uh, pre-surgical um, preparations. I was given pain patches to numb the area. 
um, Dr. Vogel came in. He chatted to me to try and distract me. He gave me a local anesthetic, and I could feel a needle, but then I couldn't feel anything anymore. And when he made the incision into the artery, it was so quick, and then he inserted the catheter, and all I could feel was this, like pushing, pulling sensation, and that was it. No pain. It was amazing. Mm. Um, today, what's uh, happening for you um, in terms of any side effects or recovery time from that procedure? Very little side effects as far as I can see. Um, the slight, I feel as I've pulled a muscle, a small muscle in the groin, but that should, the sauna should go in a few days. Um, I've not had any side effects with the chemotherapy as far as I can see. So that for me is pretty amazing. Yeah, so how would you sum up the whole experience of yesterday's taste in a few words? Out of this world, number one, uh, I, wish, I wish I'd known about this before. Yeah. yeah, I think that's really very important. Uh, the uh, Halvan Clinic, which we're going to talk about when we come back after the break, works in partnership with Professor Vogel, and we'll talk about some of those other treatments that you've had. Mm. But, yeah, I think yesterday's was a, a, a momentous uh, yeah, <laughs> occasion I mean, for you. What, what Prof and, Professor Vogel yeah. said was, I'm supposed to be getting at least a 25% reduction in the tumor size, and that's without the treatments at Halvan, which I've been having. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, Rona, please hold on. We're yeah. going to take a short break and uh, then we'll come back and continue with your question. We'll also introduce Naomi, who's another patient here at the clinic, and hear her slightly uh, different story. So, hold on. We'll be back with Navigating the Cancer Maze shortly. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Nestled in the heart of Germany's Black Forest is a very special clinic where breakthrough cancer medicine is offered to cancer patients around the world. Hulvang Private Oncology Clinic is one of the leading establishments in biological cancer therapy. The clinic offers personalized cancer medicine, including genetic testing for detecting and applying targeted treatments. The clinic's ethic is to deliver treatments that are as conventional as necessary and natural as possible. For your personalized cancer treatment, please contact the clinic via their website at www.hullvang-clinic.com. That's H-A-L-L-W-A-N-G-clinic.com. Or call us in Germany at 490-7443-964240. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned into Navigating the Cancer Maze with your host, Grace Goller. We'd love to hear from you today on our program. Please call us toll-free from North America at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. International callers may dial in to 480-553-5759. You may also send an email to institute at gracegoller.com. Now, back to Navigating the Cancer Maze. Hi, I'm your host, Grace Gawler, and we are back with Navigating the Cancer Maze, and we have Rona on the line, 
who is currently at the Halvang Private Oncology Clinic in Germany and has kindly offered to speak to uh, you as listeners out there today and share some of her experiences both at the clinic and with Professor Vogel. Um, Rona, could we now go on and talk a little bit about your extra treatment that you've had at the Halvang uh, uh, Private Oncology Clinic actually before you attended Professor Vogel. So if you can briefly describe what your experience at the clinic's been and uh, what you can expect from that combination of Professor Vogel and the clinic. This is a very caring environment. It's very nurturing. They treat you as a person, not just as a patient. They know you by name. The doctors meet with you every day. I can just knock on the door of the chief oncologist and walk in and ask him a question, and he treats me with great respect. Uh, people listen to you here. There's also something that's very important for me, and it's the power of the group. I'm actually a very private person, and this, this group setting, the group dynamic, nurturing, the support has helped me open up. Um, I've had some amazing cutting-edge um, antibody treatments really have boosted my immune system uh, before I did um, Professor Vogel's taste um, uh, procedure, and there have been infusions that will help to detox my body and help me to tolerate any further treatments. Fantastic. What, what do you think you've learned the most? Uh, in other words, what do you believe has been a significant key, let's say, towards opening the door to your recovery um, on this trip? That I should be number one when it comes to healing and that I have to learn to speak up about my needs. And what's been significant is at Halvang, I've, I've spoken up and I've been listened to. And that for me is pretty amazing. And pretty powerful. Um, would you recommend the clinic and Professor Vogel's value-add treatment to other patients based on your experience? Absolutely. Before I came, I wrote to five different German cancer clinics. And I have to say, in terms of personalized cancer treatment and cutting-edge um, treatment by world-leading authorities, Halvang offers more bang for your buck. <laughs> and as for Professor Vogel, he is the world's leading authority in taste. Why would you go to someone who's number two? Always go to number one. Also, the kind of environment you get here is so nurturing. It's healing. It's luxurious as well. We've got, um, we've got one of the um, wives of a patient here, and she's basically said, oh, my God, this place is like a spa. If you want to have cancer, have it at Halvang. <laughs> so please... Absolutely, number one. Thank you. Um, we can uh, actually talk to Naomi now, and thank you so much, Rona, for that input. I'm sure it really makes a difference for patients listening in to not only hear the expert and the professor, but to then really hear the impact on patients who've had the therapy. So thank you very much. Thank you, Grace. Okay, I'd now like to introduce Naomi, who's also being treated here at Halvan Clinic and has also had a treatment with Professor Fogel. Uh, welcome to the show, Naomi. Thank you, Grace. Um, your experience at Halvang has been uh, for a pretty different purpose, actually, hasn't it, uh, than Rona's. And you've come to the clinic after you've had surgery. So can you tell us about your choice in attending Halvang Clinic um, and the time so far that you've spent here? Yeah, sure. Um, I came to Halvang after having five surgeries in Australia um, over a three-year period um, for reoccurrence of gynecological cancer. And I was keen to avoid any more surgeries and I was 
keen to avoid radiation as well. And the surgery that I would have had in Australia would be to clean up the margins because the um, tumour was taken out, but there were still margins left to deal with. And I was uh, worried about it interfering with sexual function and I was worried with it interfering with um, nerve endings that would help with um, urinary function. Mm-hmm. So part of your treatment here has also been, as we said, to visit Professor Fogel, and I also accompanied you to that treatment. Um, so can we hear it from your experience, everybody's different, what that was like for you, and you, can you describe your thoughts and feelings around the taste procedure that Professor Fogel has described earlier in this program? Yeah, I was happy to have taste um, instead of surgery or radiation, even though I would have never considered chemotherapy as a whole body treatment as it was localised mm-hmm. and it would be targeted at, to specifically at the area that needed it. And so, the procedure... Yeah, that obviously made a big impact for you then from a safety factor. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And the procedure itself was um, uncomfortable for about 30 seconds and then you don't feel much. Um, I had a, a rare reaction there um, to the iodine contrast, and that was handled very efficiently by the staff, and they were able to get me in and out of that within a few minutes, and Professor Vogel was able to work very professionally through that and um, complete the procedure very quickly. Mm-hmm. So yes, it was very impressive, I could say, because yes. I actually was there. Um, so with uh, having the taste procedure and also here at Halvang, could you actually speak um, to the manner in which the psychology of the illness um, has been handled, particularly while you've been here at the clinic? Well, I've been very fortunate whilst I've been here at the clinic to have you here with us, Grace. <laughs> and, and I found uh, your insights and your ability to hold people on all levels whilst they're here, um, physically, mentally and emotionally, to be of enormous benefit and to be able to help me um, see things psychologically about myself as well as the whole treatment. Mm. This isn't a a question that we actually discussed earlier, but uh, in terms of uh, leaving home and uh, coming to a strange hospital and uh, having this treatment, how how do you think that that has sort of impacted you? It ties into uh, the answer to your last question there, but... uh, I, I think it's a huge step for people to come and I, I think it's great for people to know that it, it can be a safe step in the right hands. It was What was very helpful for me is that I left Australia with a group and with yourself and so I've been held every step of the way and um, being in a foreign country and having um, procedures that you hadn't heard of before um, has been made really easy for me. And, um, yeah, I'm grateful for that. Fantastic. Um, I'll ask the same question of you. Uh, What have you learned the most? What do you believe has been the significant key in opening the door to your recovery while at Halvang? Well, I think um, the knowledge that um, I have HPV virus, which I didn't know before, and which is the um, leading cause of gynecological cancer, and that um, not only to have that knowledge, but they actually have the treatment to deal with that at Halvang, which they don't in Australia. And mm-hmm. the knowledge that um, if the treatment is going well, that I'll have that cleared out of my system um, gives me great relief um, 
to, to at, at the fear of having future reoccurrences. That I, I know that that probably won't happen now. Yeah, that's um, it is a great relief uh, psychologically, stress wise, fantastic. Why um, would you recommend the clinic? And uh, we'll add Professor Vogel's uh, value add treatment in as well. Well, because they've been able to deal with the situation that needed to be dealt with in a way that hasn't affected my well-being of my body. Um, after taste, I was nauseous for about four days, but that was it. And with the other treatments here, um, very uh, mild side effects. And um, going home to Australia, um, my body hasn't been impaired in any way and I'm prepared to go straight back into my normal life. Wonderful. Um, on the show here today, I'd like to uh, personally wish you a, a huge amount of uh, success with these uh, treatments that you've had. And I'd like to thank both you and Rona for sharing today. I think you've been fantastic in the way that you've been able to uh, put your cases forward. And I think that will help many, many people who sit on the edge quite often because they're very afraid. It's a very difficult cancer maze and especially when you take it to an overseas treatment, it's got a lot of challenges. So thank you so much for uh, being here on Navigating the Cancer Maze. Thank you, Grace. Okay, um, I've already had a couple of emails pop up on my screen um, to ask for just a little bit more of an explanation. So I'm just going to try and do that um, before we finish and go into the last segment of the show. And uh, some general information about TACE is, I think, very helpful for you to understand. The normal liver tissue receives about 75% of its blood supply from the portal circulation into the liver, 25% from the liver artery. And on the other hand, liver tumours or metastases receive more than 95% of their blood supply from the hepatic artery alone. So if we're talking about TACE, the local injection of a chemotherapeutic agent into the tumour area ensures that the delivery of the chemotherapy can, can go into a concentration of up to 100 times more than what can be achieved when chemotherapy is given systemically. And that is through the regular injection, which most of you listening to the show will be familiar with. And the systemic side effects these days are minimised, certainly. Um, But the local injection of the drugs, as you've heard from our two patients, has a huge impact on the side effects. So in addition to having the chemotherapy infused or perfused into the tumour area directly instead of systemically, um, a procedure that's known as embolising that Professor Vogel spoke about. So if it was in the liver, uh, for instance, embolising of the branches of the hepatic artery which supply the tumour will cause death of the tumour within the liver tissue. So... um, It's pretty amazing, this technique, and just to think that 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 delivery of the chemotherapy and the embolising agent um, will reduce the blood supply to the tumour, cause it to basically starve. And at the same time, the embolising delays the washout of the chemotherapy into the tumour area. And so the effect of the chemotherapeutic agent on the tumour or agents really gets maximised by this technique and it increases the duration of the contact between the drug and the tumour. And this effect can actually last up to several weeks. So we've been talking today about some pretty cutting-edge medicine and we've heard from the expert um, 
is Professor Thomas Vogel, who's been doing this for some time at the Frankfurt University. And we've also heard about the adjunct treatments that are available at Halvan. So there's quite a strong partnership there. Uh, the way that modern medicine is now moving, and as we said with Professor Vogel, it's moving very fast. Um, there are amazing new uh, treatments. So for those of you out there who have been too afraid to consider perhaps looking at a chemotherapy option, the German option, if you can possibly do it, offers a lot of hope and authentic hope, and particularly for those people who have tumours um, that are, are large in size or in hard-to-get-at areas with surgery. So it's nice to be able to deliver some good news on the program and we're coming up to a break now on Navigating the Cancer Maze, been talking about tastes. We've had our patients and Professor Vogel and we'll be back after that to talk a little more about Halvan Clinic and the services offered there. Back soon. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Nestled in the heart of Germany's Black Forest is a very special clinic where breakthrough cancer medicine is offered to cancer patients around the world. Hulvang Private Oncology Clinic is one of the leading establishments in biological cancer therapy. The clinic offers personalized cancer medicine, including genetic testing for detecting and applying targeted treatments. The clinic's ethic is to deliver treatments that are as conventional as necessary and natural as possible. For your personalized cancer treatment, please contact the clinic via their website at www.hulvang-clinic.com. That's H-A-L-L-W-A-N-G-clinic.com. Or call us in Germany at 490-7443-964240. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. tuned into Navigating the Cancer Maze with your host, Grace Guller. We'd love to hear from you today on our program. Please call us toll-free from North America at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. International callers may dial in to 480-553-5759. You may also send an email to institute at gracegoller.com. Now, back to Navigating the Cancer Maze. Welcome back. Grace Gawler here with our last segment of today's show. Um, before getting into the last segment proper, I'd just like to remind you, um, as some people have already done, uh, please email me, institute at gracegawler.com. If you have any questions that relate to today's show or if you'd like more information and we'll go through that in a little more detail towards the end of the show, I'd like to uh, be able to uh, tell you some more information about Halvan Clinic. Um, it might be a name that's not very well known throughout the world but it is a power package of um, conventional treatments that are delivered very smartly. Um, there's also breakthrough, uh, we call them 21st century uh, cancer medicine approaches, which includes very interesting things called trifunctional antibodies, uh, 
Um, some of the infusions that are used here at the clinic are indeed very creative, but also uh, have been quite well researched around the world. So the clinic really does have what we call state-of-the-art technology. Um, at the clinic, they can certainly identify risks and importantly, they can deliver targeted treatment. Now, targeted treatment has become fairly popular around the world. Um, it's not to be mistaken with personalised cancer medicine with a targeted treatment. And that word personalised is a very important one to understand. It's important in particular if you are seeking a treatment at an overseas clinic and particularly in Germany. Uh, Personalised cancer medicine uh, is, is really designed around genetic and molecular information and that information can come from your blood, it can come from tumour tissue and we have a very, very high-tech uh, uh, laboratory located in Greece uh, the Halvan Clinic uses that laboratory to identify particular markers, genetic and molecular markers, that are specific to your particular cancer. And in, in particular, your particular circulating tumour stem cells. So we've uh, spoken about this in the show before and we've had Dr Ray Hammond, who runs RGCC USA, do have a look in the archives um, on the webpage for this show if you're interested in that because uh, uh, Dr Hammond's interview, I think, really outlined the great potential that this test holds for cancer patients. Um, now, recently in Australia, one of our major institutes there has launched their own genetic and molecular tests and they are believing that this is going to be the most important breakthrough in the treatment. Now, one of the things is that um, I guess that in America as well this will be the case, that these treatments um, that come from the genetic testing as well as the genetic testing itself may not be in fact available for maybe another five or ten years. But the good news is that in Germany, for many, many years, many of these treatments have been available um, and the diagnostics have been available as well. Most people think of Germany and think of hypothermia, which is the heating of the body. That's been done here in Germany as an adjunct for treating cancer and that's a really important word um, as an adjunct for treating cancer because hypothermia unto itself isn't a treatment. It's one of those things that actually makes other treatments work better and it's indeed one of the treatments that's incorporated here at the clinic, particularly um, in the days following someone who's had one of Professor Vogel's treatments or if you've had another kind of treatment that might require the hypothermia to act as an adjunct to that. So uh, there's a lot of advantages of considering German cancer treatments and uh, just like to briefly talk about uh, two of those main ones. So the clinic is a private oncology clinic here, nestled in the beautiful, very scenic uh, hills around Germany, as I mentioned before. Um, the snow on the ground here has had a very long, long, long winter. Um, because the clinic is a private entity, it can utilise several different treatments simultaneously and what we'd say is in a coordinated manner. And this is all designed to get the best possible outcome for you, the patient. So the biological medicines are time-proven here in Germany 
And as well as we said before, you get the most advanced cancer treatments available today. And uh, in saying that, I should mention two of the, the newer treatments that are coming through, one for lymphoma uh, and another one for melanoma. And these are very, very um, highly technical tri-functional antibodies. They have three functions and this is a very clever way of using the immune system to actually uh, seek and destroy, identify in the first place, but then seek and destroy tumour cells, circulating tumour cells and help to restore the body back to a, a state of health. Um, there is also another one uh, that's being used, a trifunctional antibody, for people who have adenocarcinomas. And if you have a particular receptor, um, that is a very, very effective treatment. I believe uh, from my reading in the journals recently that it's been said that, you know, in a few years' time, antibodies are probably going to supersede um, the use of many chemotherapeutic agents. So medicine's getting more clever and it's finding more ways of tricking tumour cells. We're finding out more about um, viruses and their role in cancer, which is a very big role, things like uh, Epstein-Barr virus, for instance, some of the herpes viruses. Um, Naomi already mentioned the HPV-16 virus, HPV-18. We know that these viruses do take over bids on cells and they're now known as oncogenetic viruses. In other words, they start to change the DNA. Um, when you do understand this role in cancer treatment, it's easy to see why you need a greater intervention, um, a conventional intervention, rather than just using the alternative therapies. Uh, there are ways and means of measuring circulating tumour cells and as we said also with the RGCC test which is based in Greece there's actually ways of looking at what type of chemotherapeutic agents could be used um, and in different doses than the systemic as we've heard from Professor Vogel today. So it's all very exciting and um, personalised cancer medicine um, is really getting right up there uh, particularly on the patient's agenda. As we said before, it's going to be a lot slower for people who are um, in the medical system and who are really wanting to, um, I guess, change the system quickly. It's not going to change quickly, but what we are going to see is this sort of slow infusion of um, the conventional medicine moving more into a personalised um, way and becoming more patient-centred. So um, based on responses that we get here in Germany, uh, the monitoring, the ongoing treatments, uh, when people go back home to their home country, part of the role that I take is to help support people, again, in navigating the cancer maze once they return back to their own country. So that's a, um, a quite a big job. We only uh, take small groups here. Uh, to the clinic in Germany so that we can actually give that sort of personalised service. So if you want to find out more about Halvang, um, probably the best site to visit is one that we've created. Uh, it talks a lot about the treatments and that's germancancertreatments.com. If you're in the UK, please explore our new website which is germancancertreatments, all one word, 
an S on the end of treatments, .co.uk. You can request a brochure uh, from me by email about the work of Professor Thomas Vogel and or about Halvan Clinic and their services by emailing me at institute at grayscaller.com or if you go on to the germancancertreatments.com website, you can just press the contact button and uh, send a message that way. So we've come again to the end of another Navigating the Cancer Maze. I'd like to wish you all a very happy and a very safe and a very sacred Easter time and I look forward to being back with you next week with another amazing special guest. Thanks to Thomas Vogel today and thank you too to Rona and Naomi for being so brave to come on radio and talk about their um, experiences here at Halvang. Back next week. Thank you again for listening to Navigating the Cancer Maze. Please join your host, Grace Goller, again next Friday at 12 noon U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember, cancer is not something you have to face alone.